Good morning, everyone. This is Father Nate, missionary priest in Italy. Today is October 29th of 2022, and we're celebrating Saturday of the 30th week in Ordinary Time. Our Gospel today comes to us from Luke's Gospel, chapter 14, verse 1, and then verses 7 through 11. On a Sabbath, Jesus went to dine at the home of one of the leading Pharisees, and the people there were observing him carefully. He told a parable to those who had been invited, noticing how they were choosing the places of honor at the table. When you are invited by someone to a wedding banquet, do not recline at table in the place of honor. A more distinguished guest than you may have been invited by him, and the host who invited both of you may approach you and say, Give your place to this man. And then you would proceed with embarrassment to take the lowest place. Rather, when you are invited, go and take the lowest place, so that when the host comes to you, he may say, My friend, move up to a higher position. Then you will enjoy the steam of your companions at the table. For everyone who exalts himself will be humbled, but the one who humbles himself will be exalted. Since today is Saturday, the day typically dedicated to the Blessed Virgin Mary, And since next week we celebrate the Solemnity of All Saints, it's good to take some time to consider one of Mary's titles that relates these two themes, Mary, and the fact that she's called the Queen of All Saints. So first, let's consider the history of this title. When when did we start calling Mary the Queen of All Saints? The second, the theological reason behind it. Why is it a good title? And third, what does it mean for us? So first, the devotion to Mary as the Queen of All Saints goes back at least to the early Middle Ages. We can find devotional and liturgical texts that refer to Mary precisely as the Queen of All Saints. It's a title that, since that time, has always been popular. It's even been a title used by popes. For instance, when Pope Pius VII was a prisoner in France, he made a vow that if he were ever to be released, he would go and give Our Lady of Loretto, the statue, a golden crown. In fact, he was freed, and he fulfilled his vow on May 13, 1814. But interestingly, when he went to the statue, he greeted Mary as the Queen of All Saints. Likewise, in 1954, Pope Pius XII set aside May 31st as the feast of the Queenship of Mary. And then later, the Second Vatican Council chose August 22nd, as the day to commemorate Mary as under the title of Queen of All Saints, as a way to continue the celebration of the Assumption. So, what are the theological reasons for this? Why do we call Mary the Queen of All Saints? Well, sometimes we call Mary, which is probably an even more difficult title to explain, sometimes she's called the moon among lesser stars, right? If you're a Latin expert, velut interstellas luna minores. Uh, So what does that mean? Well, she's the greatest among the lesser saints, which means anyone who's not Jesus, right? She exceeds all the other saints in holiness. One scholar puts it this way. He says, Mary's called queen of all saints because she made the best use of all the rich treasure of grace she was given by God. She excelled in every virtue much more than every other saint. And then he says something quite beautiful. All the traits of Jesus were expressed in her 
as faithfully as they could be expressed in any creature. And so just as she surpasses all the saints in her virtuous and meritorious life, so in heaven she stands higher than everyone else in receiving glory and reward. After God, there is no greater bliss for the souls in heaven than to see her, the glorious queen. That's a very beautiful statement to think, yes, Mary exceeded all other creatures on earth in her holiness, and so now in heaven she exceeds them in her reward. It's, it's only just. And so the saints knew this. We see this, and this leads to our third point. How does this affect our lives? Well, Mary is the model of holiness because she shows us how to live holy lives. At the same time, she's also the mediatrix of graces, meaning she's the one who intercedes, who mediates to get us those graces. And so in order to reach heaven, we need to honor Mary. We need to ask for her intercession in order to be able to reach that eternal happiness with her and with her son. And again, we see this in the lives of the saints. For instance, St. Teresa of Jesus, she set out on the path to sanctity the day she chose Mary as her mother after her own mother died. The same thing too with the little flower, St. Therese of Lisieux. She abandoned herself to Mary on the day when she asked Mary to heal her when she was a child and dying. And we know the story, Our Lady answered by smiling. And likewise, it said that when St. Catherine of Siena was a child, she used to pause to say a Hail Mary on every step she would go up. In the life of every saint, you find a solid devotion to Mary, the Mother of God. And so today, let's ask through the intercession of Mary, the Queen of all saints, for the grace to imitate her example, and also for the grace to grow in our love and devotion to her, so that we might be counted among those saints of whom she is Queen.